Welcome to the Dibbly Dobblers Cricket Podcast. I am your host, Callum. It's great to be with you again for another episode. And as always, I'm joined by my lesser half, officially, as Twitter says. Andrew, how's it going? It's not official if you put it on Twitter. It's definitely official. No. It's fake news and I am reporting you. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I think that's all Twitter is. It's fake news. Fake news, yeah. You know... No, definitely official. Just you wait till I've got a blue tick, mate. You're going to be raging. <laughs> Absolutely raging. How long is this Twitter thing going to last for you? Oh, if by the next episode I'm still using Twitter, I will be surprised. I mean, that's only next week. I think the way things are lining up, we're going to have an episode next week, then we're going to have a break for a couple of weeks. Because I'm on holiday, then you're on holiday. So. Aye, but is that not like when the World Cup's on? <laughs> yeah, that's And great. was that not the whole point yeah. in us starting this podcast? Uh, we've timed it fantastically well. Wow, that was good. I think what we're going to have to do is some preview episodes next week for the World oh, Cup. Oh, and just blast them out. And then space them out. So yes, um, nope. listeners, that's what's coming up over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, join us for our preview episodes of the T20 World Cup. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, well, that's enough for tonight's episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, what we're chatting about this week, so we're going to kick off, uh, let, let's let's what? speak about the Test Match Retirement. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's far more important issues to Oh, here on. he goes. Here Wait, he goes. We had a wee Twitter poll, Andrew. Oh, oh here sorry. he goes. <laughs> Just, I actually only got Twitter because of this poll, so, you know, <laughs> that's all it is. Whenever we've got a poll up and it's me v you... I'm just, uh, that's when I'm going to be on Twitter. So <laughs> I just, I need to go on, Andrew. Can you remember what the, the results were? You uh, won, right? I won. The listeners decided that the Perth Super Kings would beat the Perth Knight Riders. Absolutely. I mean, it's really disappointing that our listenership was so wrong. They're not. I mean, I genuinely think <laughs> the boy you forgot about... I know. ...would have made a difference. I do, so yeah, apologies to Dylan Budge. He should have been in my 11 ahead of Rojo. Um, and yeah, you're right. He probably would have made the difference. So you will allow yourself to blame. Don't be blaming our listenership, our quality, fine uh. listeners who saw sense. I mean, I'm still not saying that would have beat me, but I'd I actually pretty think, torn. I actually think if you'd have remembered him. Yeah, I'd have probably picked him, to be fair. Yeah, and I'd have had Safi, and then I'd have still beat you. <laughs> no, because... No, I'd have still picked Safi as a tactical pick, because I think that screwed you over, to be fair. Yeah, what I should really have done is left my international pick till later. So. I said I did say this during the thing, but yeah. anyway, all that matters is I won and you lost. Good. Yeah, It was a bigger loss than Lancashire's to Warwickshire in the final. That's, Good not, hap- that's not happened yet, so... Well, no, but it's going to... Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would take something oh, quite spectacular for it not to. monumental. Yeah, but at least Lancashire are there. Where are Yorkshire? Baskin and Glory. <laughs> At the foot of the Division 1 table. <laughs> well, you know, got to give the others a chance sometimes. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, right so we can now move on to serious business. Yes. Moeen Ali has announced his retirement from Test Match Cricket. Do you think someone got in touch with Do you think Joe Root got in touch with him and asked, Ali, are you okay? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I oh, don't know. Wow. Do, do we have a sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, yeah, Mo and Ali retiring. Um, I saw, I can't remember, 
on what publication it was. There was sort of a headline um, that suggested perhaps Moin Ali, part of the reason he was tired is because he felt even if the Ashes did go ahead, he wouldn't be getting a game. Um, Bit of a weird reason. Stat I saw, which I think I'll probably start off with here, is, um, and I think it was Ben Jones, who's the, one of the Crickviz analysts, yeah. and an active Twitter. They got, they got back Twitter to yet. No, they've not. Uh, ben Jones, sort yourself out, mate. Come on. <laughs> There's no chance he listens to us. <laughs> oh, well, he should. Maybe that's his problem. Um, since Moeen Ali made his Test Match debut, no one for England has scored more runs and taken more wickets than he has. As in, like, both? Yes. Yeah. So I guess he has been England's most effective all-rounder during the period of his career. Uh, yeah, it doesn't actually surprise me, to be fair, because I've kind of made my thoughts known on Ben Stokes and actually been a quality all-rounder known before to you. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, I think he... Is he the miss that he once was, though? Because, let's be fair, I think, sort of, first... Two thirds of his career, Mo and Ali, and the latter, Mo and Ali, yeah. they're not the same animal. Like, yeah, and I think there are various facets as to why that's the case. He's been poorly managed over the last couple of years. Um, England do not know how to manage an all rounder, though, so that's not surprising. England don't know how to manage. It's wider than just all rounder, isn't it? Well, yeah, but yeah, and that's fair. But I do think that, like. Actually, you go back, certainly in the time that I've watched cricket or followed cricket, and it does actually seem to just be a theme, particularly with all-rounders, maybe possibly spinners as well, that they just don't know how to look after them. They they don't seem to under... Like, they get... All-rounders get glorified. An English all-rounder gets glorified, hyped yeah. up, and then they kind of just don't know what to do with them. I think we're kind of seeing that with Sam Curran just now. I don't think England know really what to do with him. I still think with Ben Stokes, they don't fully know. They kind of go, "Oh, he's our all-rounder, so he's got to do ex- You know, he's got to do everything." And it's like, well, maybe not. Maybe I appreciate he's a batting all-rounder and whatnot. Yeah. I think the one they've got it the most right with and how he is used is Chris Wokes. Well, aside from they don't always play him, but yeah, well, it's... yeah, but yeah, when he plays, he seems to fulfil the role that you kind of go, yeah, I think that's what you're suited to. Except he's not batting in the top three. But, you know, that's just disappointing. Well, I mean, yeah, get him opening. We're going to yeah, that's gonna, colours to that match. It's going to be a hashtag wokes to open. Yeah. I d- did we, we started an actual petition for that last year. <laughs> I, I definitely did. Um, <laughs> was he batting three? I can't remember. No, but it was to open. It was definitely yeah. to open. <laughs> I can't remember. Joe Root had some immense title before his name as well. Um, Just subtle, though. It was like something like the Right Honourable Lord Joe Root or something. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, uh, no. Yeah, but Moeen Ali, it's uh, quality all rounder in his time. And yes, perhaps part of him fading away has been caused by mismanagement. Lack of confidence. He seems to be a confident... He's always kind of seemed to be a bit of a confidence guy. Yeah, he seemed to have a real crisis a couple of years ago when he was initially dropped. Um, and then there was a county game where he was bowling Dibbly Dobblers. Oh, oh <laughs> get him on. Get him on. <laughs> but the, it was weird. Aye. Like, he, wasn't, he, he was bowling, but he wasn't bowling spin. He was bowling medium pace. Um, 
and it was all just a bit bizarre and you thought something's gone wrong with Moeen Ali. Yeah. Um, but third highest uh, wicket-taking spinner that England have ever had, 195 test match wickets. Um, only two above him in that list. Graham Swan and Underwood? Yeah. Oh, see that? Look at that. That's that knowledge. Indeed. Well done. Um, so he's had a very successful career. Um, oh, yeah. He'll go down as a very good player. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I suppose the bigger gap it maybe leaves now is you go, right, well, where do they go from here? I th- in terms of spin bowling, yeah. certainly in red ball cricket. Um, well, he's still in white ball cricket. Yeah, I mean, he's still yeah. in white ball cricket. Um, but I suppose the thing is, is in white ball cricket, potentially in the not horrendously distant future, they've got a similar question to ask. They've got two very good white ball spinners, but how much longer they've got... Yeah, they're both in the twilight of their careers, probably. Potentially, certainly, yeah. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, so what are your thoughts on where England go from here in red ball cricket? You've got Jack Leach, who I don't rate, and you no. don't, I know you don't rate either. Um, but Don Bess, who's gone back to county cricket, who's batted at six half the season, um, and to be fair, seems to without maybe taking tons of wickets, seems to have bowled more economically, which yeah. was one sort of criticism that seemed to be getting levied at him was that he sort of, he well, bowled wicket-taking balls, but he also bowled a bit too much filth in between Yeah, as well. I mean, last winter, Don Bess was offering up a boundary ball every over. Yeah. Which you can't do as a spinner. Um, I'm not convinced that either of them, either Bess or Leach, are the answer. So is Matt Parkinson the answer for you? Or? I'd like to go back to Adil Rashid. I really would. That's not probably going to happen, happen, though. Um, So, of the options, I'm not convinced Matt Parkinson is the answer at the moment. He might well be in a couple of years, um, but I don't think he's the answer at the moment. However, I think he's probably end up going to get thrown in there. Especially Um, if it's Australia, you know, wrist spinner. Well, that's the thing as well. The fact that he is a wrist spinner, I do think that is what England lack, is a wrist spinner. In terms of finger spin and sort of a, and a supporting spin role, Joe Root is good enough. Oh yeah, yeah. We we've spoke about this before. I I was fully supportive of when they went. Actually, we'll just have seen bowlers and Joe Root. I yeah. was like, I actually think that's the best option. The issue is that Joe Root is the captain and he doesn't bowl himself nearly as much as he should. Yeah, that yeah, and that's a problem. Um, whether Joe Root should still be the captain, that's maybe a conversation for another time. But um, yes. yeah, so. I'm trying to think of other young guys that are kicking about. Um, you've got you've Mason got Crane's quite young, isn't he? Mason Crane, who he's been played about the squad, and he was toured in Australia before. Um, yeah. Did not play one test and got spanked. Was that Crane? Um, was it? And I'm not sure. But he, he was he was uh, a reserve consistently over last winter. Yeah, and you've got the guy at Surrey. Um, yeah, to starts v- with a V. v- Vidry? Yeah, that's yeah. him. I, I, I was trying to work out, get the I and the R the right way around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, who seemed to get sort of talked about, but I don't know. I mean, certainly it doesn't jump out to me that he's been in immense form this year yeah. um, without having the exact stats up in front of me. So, yeah, the cupboard does feel a little bit 
bare. They, they don't appear to have a test match standard spinner. But this has been the story of English test match cricket for the past long time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you exclude Graham Swan and there's not been a huge amount else. That's maybe been a bit harsh on guys like Moeen or Panasar or Giles, but... Yeah, but is it? I mean, you know, was it Shane Warne who made the comment about Monty Panasar just bowled the same good ball however many times, however many wickets he's taken? Um, You know, his point, the the problem Panasar had, he was just an absolute one-trick pony. Yeah. And once kind of actually guys figured out this is what Panasar's going to try and do to you, he just sort of, it it was like, you're not the guy now, because test match standard players can cope with this, they get enough video footage, and they're just going to go after you and sort you out. But they're going to play enough test matches in places they need spinners, so they're going to have to come up with some solution for it. Um, You're fine at home, and probably in New Zealand, Everywhere else, you're gonna uh, probably South Africa as well. You could probably get away with that yeah. seam ball and using Joe Root as your spinner, um, but you're not gonna get. You know, the Caribbean seems to be more and more spin friendly as yeah. time goes by. Australia, okay, it's not a, you know it's not a turning place, but it's somewhere I think you still want to have a spinner. Especially with the heat as well, just to give guys that sort of break it up yeah, a wee bit. Um, you're going to bowl on a lot of roads when you're in Australia. Um, yeah, and, and then everywhere else. Generally, you know. a road brings spin into the game late on. So yeah. you do need it. Yeah, so they need to come up with a solution. I think, yeah, I do, it's difficult. I probably think Parkinson gets the nod down under. I think they may be yeah. just... Uh, it's probably not unreasonable for him to do it either. He's kind of been around the squad. Oh, yeah, I I agree. I just think, what age is Matt Parkinson? He's still quite young, even though he looks about 40. Um, well, it's not just because he's like, got no hair. Well, yes, that does. That I, does I was going to say he's bald. I'm not sure he's actually bald. I think he might just have an incredibly high hairline. Um. Yes, I think that's fair. Just a picture that's come up. So he's 24. So actually, he is at an age where he should be... If he's going to break in, he should be breaking in soon. Yeah, because he needs time. And there needs... And I do wonder... They're going to have to, I think... One of the key things, I think, for England is going to be making a decision on Jack Leach. Is Do you believe that Jack Leach is a test match spinner or not? And I would say on the evidence of the fact that he has played very little home cricket and he's only turning up when it's an absolute spinner's paradise, would say to me that, no, they don't think he's that test match spinner. And to me, I would personally be... not saying he maybe doesn't tour if you go to the subcontinent as a third spinner, potentially. Yeah. But for me, I think probably if... Unless there's another name in there... I think they have to take their young spinners and go, we're going to give you time to blood in. And so just you go with Parkinson and Bess as y- your two. Yeah, I think so. That's I think Bess has the advantage as well as he offers you up that sort of bowling all-rounder option. Yeah. And and I think while England have got you know these guys who in home conditions can bat eight, potentially guys like Wokes and Cunn maybe even get away with seven, 
when you're overseas, you're maybe looking at some different names in the same bowling lineup. You know, Wood for me needs to be in that lineup. You're probably looking yeah. at if he can ever stay fit. You've probably got guys like Stone and things like that. And you're you maybe might actually go well. We need Bess because he can bat at eight and he yeah. offers us that little bit more depth. So I think I'd probably be going those two and saying you're young. We're the two you're back in. I think Bess was Bess was part an example of how I don't think Spin was treated particularly well. I don't think how they handled him in the subcontinent was very good. I, I think his head just absolutely dropped. Yeah. And then there didn't seem to kind of be any rallying round and supporting him. They were just like, oh, well. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... Uh, but, yeah, Moe and Ali, it's a shame. But I think... It's maybe better you go out at times before your record is diminished, and I'm not convinced his record wouldn't just have begun to be diminished. It, it, looked would, it would have been nice to have seen him get those 85 runs to get him to 3,000 and the five wickets to get him to 200. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But he struggled with the bubbles, though, before. He did. So and he also had that horrendous spell when they went to Sri Lanka. He caught COVID. He then had to quarantine. He then played in India for one test and then was sent home to as part of the rotation. Um, so it, th- there was a, definitely an element of horrendous mismanagement within that, but he was unlucky in that he caught COVID while he was away too. Well, and there was the mismanagement in that, that it was almost allowed to be reported that he chose to go home as well. Yes. Um, which was really poor. Yeah. Um, now, I think what happened is they asked him to stay and he said, no, I'm going, like, yeah. I'm meant to be going home. I want to see my family and whatnot. So... Yeah, no, it's a shame, and but he's definitely one of these cricketers that will be, you know, when I look back over this sort of generation of England cricketers, he'll definitely be a name that comes to mind because he's done some fantastic things yeah. in an England shirt. So. Absolutely. Right, so on to the big nation, um, and we'll talk some Scotland games. All oh, right, I thought we were going Russia, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> no, so Scotland have been in action um, this week in some... Cricket World Cup League Two, yep. Um, qualifying games. They have it's a tri series being played in Oman against Oman and Papua New Guinea. And oh man, is it going well? Oh man, oh man, oh man. Um, so yes, as we record, it is uh, Wednesday. The third match finished just a couple of hours ago, uh, in which Scotland successfully chased down a target of two hundred and twenty-seven against Papua New Guinea. Uh, to um, get us off to basically a 3-3 three three winning start. Beat Papua New Guinea on Saturday, beat Oman yesterday, and then Papua New Guinea again today. Um, fourth and final game of this series is on Saturday, uh, when it's Oman again. So yeah, no, it's good, because I'm trying to think back to the... Because ho- <laughs> it's been a wee while since the last series that we had, because that was at home, I think. Or, uh, I think s- there was one... During the winter, I can't recall. Um, Were they? Did we not play one with the Americans? Um, need to have a quick flip back. But yeah, I think Scotland's early results. There's a couple of losses that you went. Mm, we shouldn't really be losing to people like this. Yes. Um, so it's kind of good to see Oman should be the more difficult challenge, certainly in their own backyard. Yeah. Um, 
And I think they currently top the table, they actually. They do, and no. with today's win, Scotland go above the USA into second place. That's um, what I was just trying to look up there, yeah. actually. Um, so we move on to 12 points, um, and the USA are sat on 11 points. No, no it's we, 13 and 12. It's 15 and 14. It's but you know, you got there. Oh, you got there. Yeah. We do currently have also, though, five games in hand over... Um, the USA. Over the USA and Oman. Yes. So... But um, Oman have only lost three games as well. Well, no, they're four because they lost today. Yeah, we had a no result, which also didn't help. Yes. Us. So, um, yeah, so, you know, kind of getting back on track, I suppose it goes back to the whole, before we touch on the games themselves, it goes back to the whole, if Scotland ultimately are trying to push to get full membership, you look at Ireland and Afghanistan, and the one thing to be fair to them that can be said is they were constantly beating the other associates. Yeah, Scotland were probably the only other ones, and uh, time to time maybe the Dutch were putting up a challenge against them. Yeah. So w- if that's if we're serious about wanting that, we can't be affording to lose more than the odd game to to some of the better associate nations as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we need to be kind of dominating, and it's good that we managed to get three from three. Kind of looked a bit shaky today, but we got there, and that's what you need as well. I think that's a sign of a good team because again, Ireland and Afghanistan, they had situations before they became full nations where you thought, oh, they're going to get a beat, and actually, the kind of quality shone through. Yeah, um, yeah. So today, I think there was what sixty odd runs still required when Dylan Budge was given out on what looked like a very dodgy LBW call. Um, he could not believe it. Um, <laughs> and the commentator said, he's edged that. Oh, he's given it out. <laughs> um, so that that seemed a bit strange, uh, which left Michael Leask and Mark Watt at the crease. Uh, Leask played an absolutely superb innings. He managed the chase absolutely perfectly um, and then he finished it off in style with a big massive six which brought up the win and his half century yeah um, which was absolutely fantastic he also took three for 19 in his 10 overs Sh- when bowling shot the so. performance today from him so um, it's no I mean that's <laughs> it, I mean he, he had a good series he had a good T20 series against Zimbabwe yeah. with both bat and ball you know sort of okay he's not Berrington had the bigger scores and it's probably the one that would get the grab the headlines. But you know, where Leask was batting in that lower order, yeah. and as he's shown today with a sort of it was a hundred and fifty strike rate, um, you know, it's that's what he's there for. And the fact And he really saw himself into the innings as well. I think he was on about ten from about his first twenty balls or thereabouts, or low teens from his first twenty balls. So he really accelerated through his innings uh, towards the end. Yeah, and I think when you look at, I mean, you look at the bowling figures. I mean, an economy rate of one point nine today. Yeah. I mean, that's just obviously, you know, Mark Watt in the game before he had what was he twenty one? I think he went for his ten. And he it should have been it should have been fifteen really because he there was the miss stumping off his penultimate ball. Yeah. Um, and then the boy smacked his last ball for six. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it, when we look ahead to the T Twenty World Cup, these are. Only po- I know it's a slightly longer format and things like that, but the fact that we've kind of got two, you know, two spinners, um, and you know, I mean, to hear okay went for fifty, which is a lot more than the others, but it's not horrendous at the same time. You know, we we look like we've got a spin bowling attack to be able to. I think the fact that you've got 
two guys who are in form in the conditions that this is going to be played in, and also the fact that they turn the ball the other way from each other yeah, um, helps as well uh, to give a really rounded and balanced spin attack. Um, it is really good to see. Um, it's also been good to see Kyle Coates are back in the runs. He's got two 50s in the series, or did he fall just short the other day? No, they all got a 60-odd. Got si- yeah, yeah, you're right. He got 60-odd, and, and then he got 81, 81 today. today. So, yeah, no, that's good, because, again, he was a guy who had a bit of a dry spell in the Zimbabwe series, but yep. come back and, yeah, no, I mean, as I sort of said in the draft episode, um, you know, I did slightly hum and ha about picking it, and I said, no, in reality, it's quality, and yes, we yeah. have to remember that, and he's shown his, his true colours, I think, in this series, so... Yep. Barrington had a quality innings yesterday against Oman. He got 97 um, and sacrificed his wicket at the end as well. Um, oh, yeah. I, that doesn't, I mean... It should have been a ton. It should have been. But having said that, like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to profess to know him really, really well. But from the, my umpiring days and doing, like, regional games and stuff and seeing him, it just doesn't surprise me. That's just the kind of guy he is. And, like, he's just... It, it, there's, he's a selfless kind of just comes yeah. across like a really selfless guy and it's like that's what the team needed I know I need 100 you know I want 100 but that's not the best for the team and his, I mean his, his innings was just absolute top quality it like, was it was it, and just some of the strikes as well I mean there were some big hits but they were just the the old man opener um, Singh is I'm trying to recall his first name, but uh, Jay Singh. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the ICC TV guys were slightly overstating how good a player he was. <laughs> I, I, as he got into his innings a bit more, yeah, he did look a bit tidier, but he just looked like an absolute hack at the start, especially. I get that he's there to hit in the power play and whatever, yeah. But I was just like, mate, go and actually learn how to play cricket properly. It was just, <laughs> I was just like, what is this? Where have we got this boy from? <laughs> and uh, whereas like Barrington, yeah, okay, he was hitting them, but they were just such nice shots. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, absolute quality. He's in some f- vein of form just now. And uh, hopefully it carries. I was going to say, long may it continue. Um, so yeah, so hopefully looking ahead to go. Four from four. Um, I suppose another Hope guy so. that needs from today's performance is probably Ali Evans deserves a shout oh, out. Oh, absolutely, because um, uh, Seamers have taken some punishment in this uh, this set of games so far. And what was his figures today? Oh, three for something. I was having a coffee, seeing as the garage is absolutely Baltic this <laughs> evening. Um, Ali was... It was two. two for 17. Trying to work out where it even is. Ali Evans... Three for 42. Three for 42? I thought he'd gone for less than that. Unless he went for a couple... Maybe he went a bit at the end to T-Ball to death. I, I didn't see today's game, so... All right, okay. Um, <laughs> but still, I yes. mean, three for 42. When you look at... Um, main, Gavin Main went for seven and over. Um, I don't have yesterday's game up, but both um, Sol and Sharif went around... Yeah, I I think even just that economy for a seamer 
in those conditions is excellent. It, it is, yes. Um, and I think that's probably, you know, sort of looking ahead to the T20 stuff. That's maybe where you go, right, okay. It, the guy for all man, he was playing some sort of ramp shots and things like that. I suppose that shows you the difference with the pace. And that's where I, th- I hope kind of wheel can just make that bit of difference in that he's yeah. got that little extra yard of pace that maybe holds guys back from feeling that they can just go. Um, yeah. I mean, I do think ultimately when it comes to the World Cup stuff, the seamers that are playing just now aren't going to be playing. I think Davy and Wheel will both come in and they will be the two seam bowlers that play. I can't see that you go with a three seam bowler attack particularly when you've got Barrington who can give you a bit of seam if required. Yeah, no, I think that's probably fair because you've also got the guy that's... Uh, I don't think he's bowled. I could be, uh, could be wrong. Uh, but, I mean, Budge can also bowl a bit of seam. So, yeah. um, and uh, on occasion has been like opening the bowling for Grange this year and stuff. Um, and from what I understand, sounds like he's possibly got a bit of an extra yard of pace from when he's maybe in the past. I've not seen him, you know, not on par yeah. nowadays, so I don't know, but from what I'd heard from people, so he's maybe another one, and maybe it's a bit surprising he, we've not seen him, which maybe makes you think he's maybe not in the thoughts, but there are other guys there who can bowl a bit of seam if you really feel that's what you need to do. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, I think that's where I'd be going to start with, because you then got McLeod, Barrington, Budge, whatever one of them plays, um, just n- not Ollie Hare's bowling, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Aye, so yeah, it's but we're probably going to need them over the tournament somewhere though. So, yes. um, yeah, it's good to see that Ali's done well, and obviously we're sort of slightly critical of his bowling in the final Zimbabwe T Twenty. So credit, you know, got to make sure if we're going to absolutely yeah, he, call he on he the negatives, you got to very well praise the positives. So yeah. no. So, a- hopefully, um, we can round off this um, series with a fourth win in four. And then it is on to Dubai for a warm-up series. For the DAFA News T20-something. Yeah, there's, what, about five teams involved in it. It's a bit of a bizarre series. <laughs> Who are we playing? Uh, we're playing... Are we Papua not playing Papua New Guinea and twice. Namibia? Yes, twice each. Uh, something like that. And Ireland are playing someone three times and then someone well, once. They're playing the AA three times because I think that yes. was originally scheduled. Right. And then they've kind of added this on. Yeah. And I I loved... When we sort of were speaking about that this was announced, I loved the way you put this. I'll, I'll not take the credit off you, but you just, you just... How did you describe this? I can't remember how I described it. Oh, that. well, that's... I hyped it up there. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like someone's got a pitch book in and they've gone, right, who wants a game? I, that is absolutely <laughs> what it is. It's yeah. like our local development officer just like, right, lads, who could play this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wild card against Bedalvin again. <laughs> For the 14th time this season. <laughs> uh, yes, it, it was very, very much appears like that. I think it was Scotland are playing Namibia and Papua New Guinea twice. Ireland and Man play each other three times and then play... No, new UAE. Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh. Ireland and the UAE play each other three times and then they each play one of Namibia and Papua New Guinea. And I think Namibia and Papua New Guinea play a game between themselves as well. So everyone's got four games, I think. Uh, so I, no, I don't think it is. I'm not sure we do play them 
each twice. We, we have four games against oh, two we? opponents. Yeah. All right, I thought it was like, it just seemed like <laughs> random as ever. Because I like, try to call it the T20 Cup. It's like, but like, one team's <laughs> playing somebody three times and like Ireland are playing everyone. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> just call it like a T20 festival or something. It's yeah. not a competition. Yeah, like, it is. It's but it's a, a warm-up against... Decent, a reasonable associate team, so it's a good warm up to go into the World Cup. Um, yeah, with so which, which is all it's there for. Um, so good to see and the conditions. It's shockingly not brought to us by Dream Eleven as well. No, but this uh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> these latest streams are <laughs> can't hide from them, boys. <laughs> it's uh, I Dream Eleven. My dreams brought to me by Dream Eleven. That's what happens in the corner. Just well, ever not in the corner. <laughs> Aye, it's uh, no, it is good though, and it's good to see more cricket. Um, and uh, I, I just wonder if um, to go back to the cancellations of last of the tour, the English tour, and the the New Zealand tour of Pakistan. Just wonder whether you might might have seen Pakistan trying to get on board when and you know try and get themselves some warm ups, but yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe we can sneak in a wee Pakistan fixture. No, we maybe don't need that before the tournament. No, I think you, want to, on a high. you want to go in on a high rather than playing a full member, don't you? Aye. Um, so, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, and it's pretty similar. It's going to be pretty similar conditions to what they've been playing in this series as well. So. Yeah, and um, I think all of Scotland's World Cup um, qualifying phase games are in Oman um, so they're in on the pitch that they're, they're used to playing in oh well, excellent so have they finalised the squad yet? no no so, so that's still to be done but, right not that I've seen anyway I've not seen anything so let's assume not but then we also thought that the Irish under-19s had beat the Dutch under-19s and just went with it we so did <laughs> <laughs> we're just like ah, that sounds right that must be the case <laughs> right, so um, yeah <laughs> but you know Anyway, um, is that us this week? Ah, well, I don't know. I mean, we're cutting these episodes off at short, Andrew, but I think it probably is. Yeah. It's, um, oh, well, you'd, you'd mentioned before, came on air, can we just briefly touch it? Oh, I've got, a, I've got a total old granddad rant that I need to squeeze in. Oh, here we go, well. right. No, 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 we'll talk about it. But you'd said about uh, this pa- uh, Pakistan Cricket Board CEO has... Uh, step down it seems like there's maybe a bit saw that on Twitter and the the reaction on Twitter seems to very much be quite negative in the this is going to set Pakistani cricket backwards because I think he's done a lot since he's come in I think this is the English boy isn't it yeah Um, and he's been instrumental in getting the the PSL up and running and all that sort of stuff Um, so it is a big loss now he was due to step his contract was due to end in four months time anyway um so it's not kind of a huge shock that he's leaving, but it's a bit odd when he's so close to the end that he's decided that actually, no, I need to take this step and resign. Yeah, which just makes me it just makes me wonder whether any of this is connected to England's cancellation and stuff like that. I just it just feels funny timing. Um and yeah, I, I mean that's there's no fact behind that, but yeah. it just feels like and I just really hope what we don't see is that Pakistan... They do seem to have made forward steps. We kind of touched on this when we talked on the cancellation. And I just hope that we don't see Pakistan... You know, some of 
some of the non outside of the big three we do see this that some nations seem to go through turmoil for periods and it's not just on the pitch it's like their their total administration yeah. we've seen it we've seen it with uh, the west, west indies, indies most yeah. notably over the last decade um, or so yeah and it's just like it's not good we, you know these need stability on and off the field so hopefully they can get somebody in quick who can hopefully sort of take the reins on and yeah, yeah the PSL seems pretty good I've watched some of that from time to time I think that's Actually, no, I'm not sure that's back on. I think it's maybe the national T20 Cup that's yes, on yeah, rather yeah. than the franchise. The regional. Aye. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's a shame. But um, yeah, well, kind of maybe more will come of that. Yeah, and that, the, the, the cancellation of that tour is a shambles that still rumbles on. There's been headlines this week about, from the perspective of the, the women's cricket, that it's just been, they've lost out on this tour because of the men's side. Um, there was a headline uh, where it's so, so the sort of women pointing at the, or someone with an interest in the women's camp pointing at the men's players being the reason it's been cancelled. The a headline saying that the men's players weren't even consulted. So, well, uh, 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 ECB yeah. have just made an absolute shambles of it. Oh, uh, they, yeah, I mean, and it's a disgrace. Yeah, I mean, I had sort of muted that. I thought this was all about try to keep the players sweet for the ashes, and. That from what I'm reading, obviously there's he said, she said, and all that yeah. kicking about, but there seems to be a quite heavy sort of in that sort of thought that no, nah, this reeks of let's keep them happy for the ashes. I mean, you pointed out they were going for four days, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's a joke. It was an ECB decision and they got it very wrong, I think. Oh, well, I'm sure that won't be the last time either, but okay, right, okay, granddad, my granddad, my old granddad rant to end <laughs> the show. Is or the episode? I don't think we're American to call it a show, no, but it's a um, show. oh, it's a show, <laughs> right? Okay, players having their shirts not tucked in. Oh, right, okay, I didn't uh, th- uh, not uh, tucked in. I'm just, I'm not happy with that. It's right, scruffy, yeah, and tuck right. your shirt in. I get that. I do get the that it looks a bit scruffy, like. Never having that, it's not acceptable for it to be untucked at all. Ever, never. Your I, shirt I don't should like, be tucked in. I don't like bowling with my shirt tucked in. Well, that's because of your gut. Well, probably, <laughs> but. Well, that's there it. is Do a comfort not? thing there. Nah, get your shirt tucked in. I, I can't deal with it. There's your shirt should always be tucked in while you're batting and fielding. <laughs> get it untucked for bowling. There's though. a few Scotland players I've noticed in the T20 series, in this series that have their shirts untucked, and it stresses me out. How <laughs> <laughs> can I do it? <laughs> Get your shirts tucked in, lads. <laughs> Represent your country. <laughs> Maybe, as some people said, I'm a grumpy old purist. But <laughs> it's <laughs> all pyjama cricket anyway, isn't it? <laughs> well, exactly. Still, pyjama with your shirt tucked in, please, <laughs> boys. <laughs> Right, on that note, um, thank you for joining us. Um, reach out to us on Twitter. You can get us at DibDobPod. You can get Callum at DibDobCal. Yeah, um, I, I thought I'd make it truly inspired my yeah. handle. Make yeah. it very obvious why I was there. Good. Am I going to have to change mine? I have DibDobAnd. <laughs> DibDobAnd who? <laughs> my dad calls me Ant, so it'd work. All right. Just DibDobRu. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not my handle, but you don't need mine because I'm on the main one. So, He's yeah, get us at DibDobPod. Yeah, give us some uh, chat. Explain to Andrew why 
his side got voted down. And PKR, PKR, PKS, PKS. Clearly, PKS for the win. That's PKS, all. PKS, Perth King Super. <laughs> oh, yeah, PSK. <laughs> PSK. PKS. Oh, I changed our team name. <laughs> it's because you were PKR. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, it was good to, uh, for you to join us for this episode. <laughs> and hopefully, we'll see you again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>